for the week. I think he's a decent goose. That's his spraying beer probably all over his ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't it real you can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about doing, mate. Surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Let's go. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the semi-pros. Plenty on the show this week, but particularly a focus on our Western Clydesdales. Now, it is the off-season, but of course in the off-season there's sometimes more work, or often off the field anyway, of course, obviously more work that, uh, that's done, there's, there's plenty of planning that goes into place, plenty of preparation in readiness for next season. We've had some very exciting news with the Western Clydesdales, with the, with the uh, with, of course, information now that we will have a women's team involved as well, so expansion continues for our Clydesdales and the men's team getting ready for season number two. Now, I guess uh, the big news for those involved with the Western Quiet Style. So CEO Shane Sullivan sent out a member and partner update earlier in the week. And, uh, and essentially, if I can read from it, it says, we'd like to provide an important update on a recent development that directly concerns our beloved club. As you may already be aware, the Australian Rugby League Commission and NRL CEO Andrew Abdo have recently made a statement in an email to the Queensland Rugby League regarding our participation in the QRL Host Plus Cup. Now, in a, re- in a response to a request for approval of 2023 funding for the Western Clydesdale submitted to the ARLC in 2022 by the QRL, the ARLC has expressed its stance on our participation. Their statement, as provided by Andrew Abdo, is as follows. The ARLC, as you are aware, has not approved the participation of the Western Clydesdales in the QRL Host Plus Cup and does not consider that such participation is in the best interests of the game as a whole. So they are the words of Andrew Abdo. The email from Shane Sullivan continues to say, this is undoubtedly disappointing news and it has left many within our organisation and fan base with questions and concerns. We understand that our supporters may have mixed feelings about this decision and we want to assure you that the Western Clydesdales Rugby League Football Club is committed to pursuing the best interests of both our teams and the broader rugby league community. And probably a key part about this as I go through this email is that the QRL through Ben Eichen, uh, they firmly believe the Clydesdales have a valuable role to play in the Queensland Rugby League and will continue to make every effort to prove this in the coming months. Okay, so what does all of that mean? Well, the man at the helm, Shane Sullivan, joins me on the show this week. G'day, Shane. How are you? Good, thanks, James. So what does all of that mean in a nutshell that I just read out? Yeah, it's quite a disappointing statement that, that the QRL have received in in regards to our participation and, and I guess our existence in, in the rugby league community. Uh, in a nutshell, what it means is that the QRL are going to continue to fund us, but they're not being funded by the ARL 
um, as part of the the overall funding that comes down from the ARLC okay. for the Western Clydesdale's participation in any competition. So in the in way it works is is the ARLC provides some funding uh, top down to the QRL and to New South Wales Rugby League, which then goes down to the individual clubs and also to grassroots and the state of origin, etc. Um, the budget that was submitted ahead of the Western Firesdale's entry in July 2022 for the 2023 season um, still has not been approved by the ARLC. They've been dragging their heels on that one. And, and as part of the response to that budget and our submission for next year's budget is that we're saying that Western Kaisals aren't in the strategic thinking that this area is not an important area for rugby league in the game. And, and I think that, that's just a ridiculous statement to make. Do you have any idea the reasoning behind this or why or how? Because, I mean, at every level of the game, from state of origin to international, week in, week out of the NRL, you, you will hear people talk about this rich area of producing rugby league talent. And this goes back to, you know, since the beginning of time, to be honest, since the game began. Do you have any idea how, where, why this decision has come about? Uh, look, I, I think it's just a, a lack of understanding from Sydney as to to what the area is and, and what it means to rugby league in this region. And, and the QRL, by accepting the Western Clydesdale's backing of the competition, it means there's a true statewide footprint across, um, across the whole state of Host Plus Cup and BMD clubs uh, working on the development of the game. So it's not just the QRL, it's not just the NRL. The Host Plus Cup clubs are doing a heap of work in that development space right across the state now. The whole state is covered. And, and I think it's just a lack of understanding from the ARLC of what it means. But I also think there's, there's the, the, the reserve, National Reserve Grade competition that was mentioned last year by um, ARLC Chairman Peter Volandis yeah. around yeah. the desire to have a national reserve grade comp, and um, and I think there's a little bit of, of that in there as well. Um, in that um, we won't fund the Queensland and New South Wales state competitions anymore. We'll put our funding into the into the reserve grade competition, and and that would be detrimental to both Queensland and New South Wales if they did that. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. So. I guess the key question, where does this place the Western Clydesdales as soon as season 2024? As I said, we're, we're fine. We've got full support of Ben Eichen and his, his team in the, in the QRL. The, the QRL board um, have previously stated how um, happy they are with the work that we are doing in the region. They're excited about our inclusion in the BMD competition. Next year, um, it, it leaves a hole in the QRL budget, obviously not getting the funding for us for 2003 and, and also now 2004, we can expect that. Um, so we're very appreciative of the QRL and, and their support in the club and, and they believe in us 
long term. So um, we're now fighting the fight to, to show our relevance and we'll still be in the competitions with six competitions for the 2024 season from under 17s, boys and girls, right up to the open men and women. So uh, we'll, we'll keep fighting, but, but it's about now showing our relevance to the ARLC as to, to why we should be funded um, the same as everyone else is getting funded. Mm. Not to get opinionated here, but it's, it's absurd to think that that is a fight you need to have. As I said, you think of the history of rugby league in this area, the history of the Clydesdales going back to, of course, the, you know, some of the famous games we talk about and, and playing the touring British and et cetera, et cetera, all of those things. Uh, at recent times, I was at a, a function held by the, uh, by a number of people with the Brothers Club, and they brought back some old boys. They weren't bad old boys, Wayne Bennett, um, of course, from this this particular area, of course, background with all whites and brothers. Jonathan Thurston, I know he's Brisbane-based, if you ask. Jono, of course, it was the time he spent in Toowoomba that was pivotal in him being who he was. We've seen in recent Ooh. times the sad passing, of course, of John Cracker McDonald, but in his passing, what that showcased, I think, to people and to the rugby league community, or just to the community, if you didn't know the stature of the man and what he had done and where he had come from, I've only, I, there's three blokes I've mentioned that, that have that, that really showcase the value that this region has over, and that's going back from the Kraken with Donald era in the 60s through to Wayne Bennett through the next era to Jonathan Thurston now. So do, do you find it, a, it shouldn't be a hard sell, but it's a difficult position you find yourself in having to fight this fight. Yeah, no, certainly it's, it shouldn't be a hard sell, and, and that's the frustrating part about all of this is is we believe it's it's very clear what our relevance is, and and you look at the number of players from this region in the NRL or the NRLW, and it's it's well over fifty um, mm-hmm. even currently. So there's there's plenty of, of evidence there and and you can see there's evidence of all of the pathways and development work that, that we're doing along with the Bulldogs in this area as well. So um, you wouldn't think it would be too hard of a sell, James, but um, again, we are, we're dealing with, with uh, administrators in, in the ARLC who have not been to the region and, and probably don't know about the region as well, so um, it's it's quite disappointing in that respect. How uh, I guess how um, how they just don't understand what's going on on the ground. Mm. Mm. So does that mean of all of the clubs in the Host Plus Cup, the Western Clydesdales is the only club the ARLC has not approved to fund? Yeah, I, I get, do you know that, or is that? No, well, well, techni- technically, yeah, that's that's the way the way it is. Um, the other clubs are, are all under existing the existing funding arrangement that the ARLC has has previously funded, and and that doesn't change the the request for the additional money for the Western Clydesdales is what's been rejected, um, uh, and and certainly. Um, uh, that's the sad part about this is there's, there hasn't even been any negotiation or discussion around it or, um, mm. uh, around that piece. It's just we're not funding them because they're not part of our 
uh, whole of game strategic um, plan, um, mm. which I, I can't see how that, that would be the case. Mm. Okay. So mm. what happens now? You mentioned now we have to take up the fight with yourselves and through the QRL. What's that look like? What do you have to do? Is it is it lobbying to the ARLC? Is it like what what does this next phase look like when you say that you know that we have to fight to prove our relevance? Yeah, no, there's there's two components to that. There's there's, there's our our portion of the funding that the QRL rightly deserves um, for for the expansion of the game, and then there's there's also the piece in, in that funding has not changed in the last five or six years. It was actually slightly higher before COVID, that the, the QRL was receiving money for the Host Plus Cup competition and clubs, and and that was reduced during COVID, and it's, it stayed reduced, and there's been no increase to that. And and as a competition and as QRL, we are fighting for a bigger portion of, of what is being received at the top end of the game because... The development of NRL and NRLW players comes through the Queensland and New South Wales competitions. And New South Wales are in the same boat at the moment. We're both fighting for an increase in in the share of the revenue that the top end of the game has. So very similar to what the players went through um, earlier this year um, around fighting for their fair share of it. Um, we're in that fight now as well as, as a QRL, as New South Wales Rugby League and Western Clydesdale's uh, component is just a little another adjunct to that where um, rightly we should be funded as well and, and we should be part of the increase in the future as well but but the ARLC has, has seen fit to, to um, state that we are not part of that um, in any piece moving forward or in retrospect either so um, so it's it's a fight, and who knows where that will end up? Um, uh, do we need to do what the players have done, and it's, it's a legal challenge as well. So we'll we'll just wait and see on that one. And I've got utmost confidence in in Ben Iken and the QRL board to lead that charge, not just for the Western Clydesdales, but also for the, the whole whole of Queensland mm. Rugby League and and the development piece. Um, there's certainly a shortfall in funding right across the state. Um, so um, hopefully we have a win in the, in the near future. Whilst it's disappointing what has happened from the ARLC position, you must also, mm. uh, positive it must be the, the support, the unwavering support that you've received, as you've mentioned a few times, through the QRL and Ben Iken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite fantastic. And we all know that Ben... Uh, has history with, with the Clydesdales in the past from his time at the Broncos, but it's not just that. He understands the game and, and he understands the importance of this region and um, could see the value in our inclusion in the in the BMD Open Women's Competition as well because this area has a strong women's competition and strong juniors coming through as well. So um, they can see it quite clearly, and and um, uh, it's just proving that fact to the ARLC now is, is the biggest challenge that we've got. Are there any concerns, long term wise, longevity of the Clydesdales if this doesn't get sorted? Oh, I can never rule anything out. I, I think we're, I think while um, 
we've got the support of the QRL and, and the QRL board. Obviously, there could be financial pressure in years to come if they have to keep funding us um, separately from, from and not receiving any compensation for that. So certainly, as a club, we're trying to, to build our sustainability um, and not having to rely so much on on grants, but it's not um, it's not anything that we don't deserve for the amount of development work that we do and, and mm. the development of the players coming through and the other clubs are receiving it. But we've certainly got to continue to build on on how we manage our finances and and uh, grow as a club um, with that in mind. That um, if there is a reduction from QRL grant money or or a, or it disappears altogether in the future that we can still compete in this competition. That's that's where we're aiming as a club. Um, but I, I have no concerns about that in the in the short term or medium term future. I, I fully believe in the current QRL board and, and, and executive that they'll they'll continue to support us. Yeah, it's just a it's unbelievable, as I said, to think that you have to fight for the relevance of of this region. But we'll um, we'll we'll follow that we'll follow that battle, and I'm sure you'll have plenty in line to support the Western Clydesdales or generally this this region in terms of relevance when it comes to the game of of rugby league. So, whilst this is all is happening in the background, the other thing it's, it's business as usual. There's exciting times with the addition of the Clydesdales women's team and preparations for season number two for our men. Yeah, fantastic. It all keeps going along and and um, it, it's looking quite promising for the 2024 season. Um, Jason Alchin has, has recruited a, a strong squad for the 2024 season in Host Plus and, and um, we've announced that um, 12 players from, from last year, uh, from last year's squad, will be continuing on, so they've all mm. signed. Um, and then we've got um, five of our, our under-21 Colts are coming straight into Host Plus Cup next year, which is exciting for them and um, will be a, a great challenge for them to come through. And then we've re- recruited around that, um, trying to fill some holes that have been, been left by the likes of, of Darren Shonick heading to France and Jordan Lift going to the Dolphins, etc. So while we, we love those chances that they get, we've we've got to um, we've got to look at how we we build them on it and and to give um, give the side the best chance to, to succeed on the field. And whilst that continues, the women's team, so starting from scratch, something this club is familiar with, of course, doing it over twelve months ago with uh, with the men's team into the, the Premier competition. Now we do it with the females. Yeah, yeah, and we've, we've jumped straight into that. So um, Mitchell Sarden, our head of football operations, will be our inaugural BMD women's head coach as well, which is exciting. Um, and he's pulling together a, a good squad. At this stage, we've got 23 players signed. Um, majority of those are locals out of the, the Toowoomba and region competition. Um, which is fantastic, um, giving them an opportunity. Um, we're hoping that in the next uh, week or so we'll be able to to make some more high-profile announcements of of some current NRLW players who are who are um, wanting to come and play for the Clydesdales, which will give us um, certainly a, a strong 
core to build around with the, the young local talent. So uh, it's shaping up really nicely. We're quite excited with, with how that competition is going to go. And mm. and then we've got our, our under-19s and under-17s girls squads are, are really strong and lots of experience in those squads as well. And then those girls will come through over the next couple of years. So um, everything is, is quite positive and, and looks really strong for the future of the women's game in this region. Yeah, absolutely it does. And there's some probably some key names and players, I suppose, that are from this area that are playing in the NRLW and with other clubs mm. in the uh, the BMD. So Because that's mm. the thing, isn't it? The, the BMD competition and the NRLW, they don't necessarily overlap, do they? There's the opportunity where those NRLW players can play. They can, play, they can pretty much play all of the season with BMD, can't they? That's right, yeah. yeah. So the BMD will be at the start of the year and then NRLW will be at the, the back end of the year. So it is a great opportunity for, for those women to, to come back and, and to play. And um, we've certainly been targeting those those women who are playing at that level and who are from this region as well. So, um, yeah, stay tuned on that one, James. We're, we're working mm. hard on that piece. Right. So, well, let's not beat around the bush. There's no bigger name for our area involved, of course, than Sinead Sizolka. Is she, is she a target? Oh, probably obvious questions. <laughs> They're all targets, James. But, yeah, <laughs> she, is, she is certainly uh, a target. We've been, we've been talking to... Uh, to Sinead and Sinead's manager at the moment. So, uh, look, hopefully we can we can sort something out there with Sinead over the, the coming couple of days and and, um, and be able to let you know uh, very soon. Mm. Mm. But, but it is exciting, isn't it, though? I know we've, we've spoken about the, the disappointment that we've, that we've heard through the ARLC, but the important mm. part for rugby league fans in this area, an important part for listeners of this is there's a lot of positive and the positive is is that we're charging towards season 2024 and into the future. Like everything that the Clyde Stars have built towards doesn't change. You continue to to, uh, to, to, to lay the foundation so that this club has sustainability into the future. This is just merely, I guess, just a, a speed bump along the way. One, I'm sure you probably would prefer to do without, but it's a speed bump along the way towards the end picture of where you want to be, that doesn't change. No, that's right. That's right. Everything we're doing is working towards that, that 5, 10, 15-year sustainability for the club and the growth of the club and growth of rugby league in the region. It's, it's not just about those six teams that we have in the competition. We want to strengthen the, the, um, the local junior leagues and the senior leagues in the, in the southwest as well. So... We're working really hard, and that plan won't change. It's just how we do it and when we can do it might change um, based on resources that we've, we've got allocated to us. But we're not going anywhere, James. We are, we're in for the long haul. Yep, the Western Clydesdale certainly there for the long haul. Looking forward to what's coming up in 2024. And, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's hope that the uh, the ARL uh, Commission certainly can uh, can see the value that that so many people across this region know, and and as said, so many people have left you know, footprints in the past of what they've gone on to achieve from from these 
very, very uh, grounds these, this area that the Western Clydesdales proudly represent. Shane, I do appreciate you joining us on the show, bringing us up to date. And as I said, it is a link for people to, to understand it is the whole scenario of where it sits. So I do really appreciate you spending a bit of time with us and taking us through it. Uh, we wish you all the best with the journey and can't wait to see season 2024. Thank you, James. Talk soon. Who is Haynes Wilson? They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit, they're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson, 45999113. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent at 4 Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 46327688 Your home or business is a better place when the temperature is right. That's why Alpine Refrigeration and Air Conditioning has been designing, installing and maintaining quality cooling solutions for over 40 years. We're a local Aussie-owned business that installs not only commercial but domestic air conditioning, including top brands Mitsubishi and Dakin, but also commercial refrigeration systems all over Toowoomba, surrounding areas and the greater southern and western downs. We can custom design and build a cooling system to suit your home or business, from a split system to a ducted split system and display fridges. Head to alpinerefrigeration.com.au or phone 46178555. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. Have you heard of Semlo Support Services? Semlo Support Services is built on a strong foundation of values that include integrity, leadership, partnership, innovation and excellence. They're passionate about empowering individuals with disabilities to live a more inclusive and independent life. To learn more about the services they provide, log on to www.semlosupport.com or call 46 13 64 13 and follow them on social media to stay updated with all the great work they do. Semlo Support Services. Proudly local, community-based and community-focused because they believe in making our community a better place, one individual at a time. This is Power FM. You're listening to The Semi-Pros. Welcome back. You are listening to The Semi-Pros. Very interesting chat with Shane Sullivan. Certainly takes us right into uh, the depths of what the scenario is. And I still shake my head trying to understand or to process that this region, the southwest region, the region that the Western Clydesdales 
proudly represent the region that is known as being one of the great breeding grounds of rugby league talent. One of the great regions that has produced so many wonderful players, so many coaches, so many administrators has to fight for its relevance from a national point of view. Anyway, I'm sure it will get plenty of people talking and I'm sure there will be plenty of people with an opinion. What's your thoughts on the scenario? Anyway, moving on with the semi-pros this week and let's have a look at our Hogan's Family Jewelers local heroes shout out this week. It's in the sport of baseball and a shout out to Wayne Locke who last weekend had his number retired by the Toowoomba Rangers. Wayne Locke has uh, quite the honour roll. He's the inaugural Rangers coach, played over 140 games as well for the club in a number of different positions, represented Southeast Queensland, represented Queensland country and won multiple awards throughout a stellar career. So wonderful to see Wayne Locke and his number, the number one, retired by the Toowoomba Rangers, a wonderful stalwart and a wonderful ambassador for the Toowoomba Rangers. When you think of Rangers baseball, there's uh, two families that certainly come to mind and they both start with an L, luck to hand and lock. And when you look at Wayne Locke and his contribution, Mick Locke, who uh, continues to keep on keeping on playing incredible baseball for the club for a number of years. Bruce Locke, of course, another former player and coach, outstanding player and contributor to Rangers baseball. But wonderful to see Wayne Locke get his uh, jersey there retired. Our Semelo Support Star of the Week, so Semelo Support Services Superstar of the Week, well, it's Judah McGarry. So the Garden City may have already unearthed a potential Olympic rep, so a 2032 rep. So with this young man, he's 10 years of age, and he set the state 1,500-metre record of four minutes and 50.99 seconds. So at the Queensland School Sports Track and Field Championships. Now, he will be, what's that, 19 when we roll around the 2032. So keep an eye on that name, Judah McGarry. He's already gunning towards next year's 1500 metres and he's going to try and break that record one more time. Southern Hotel shot clock this week. Well, the clock's ticking down in boxing terms to see Dylan Biggs take on Nikita Zoo. November 22 is the date. Two undefeated young fighters here, Dylan Biggs from Bow Desert. The Bow Desert Storm has been seen regularly in Toowoomba on a number of Brendan Smith's promotions, put himself into the position where he holds the national title. Nikita Zhu, of course, in the same weight division. And as Nikita continues his journey through boxing, the Australian title, similar to his brother Tim, is one that they certainly want to tick off the list. And Dylan Biggs is the man that holds that title. Dylan Biggs no doubt is Nikita Zhu's toughest challenge, but I also believe Nikita Zhu is no doubt Dylan Biggs's biggest challenge. So sets up for a great fight. So November 22, very much looking forward to that one in the super welterweight division, a real big opportunity here for Dylan Biggs on a big stage. You'll be able to watch it all there from the Southern Hotel, but also Melbourne Cups just around the corner as well. So coming up on Tuesday, Southern Hotel, a great place to be to watch 
the race that stops the nation. So uh, the bar and terrace will be open there from 10 o'clock. So they'll have all of the tab and gaming facilities as always. No cost or anything, but there'll be sweeps and, uh, and all sorts available there to celebrate the Melbourne Cup. So if you're looking for a place to be, why not consider the Southern Hotel? So a good place to be there to celebrate the Melbourne Cup there on Tuesday. Hopefully you're back a winner or two as well. You are listening to The Semi-Pros. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have a look at what is happening in sport this weekend. Hogan's Family Jewelers is Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings, and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA-certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Lockie has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultations. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's, for those who prefer quality. Let me introduce you to a proud local business that's making a real difference in our community. Semlo Support Services. They're built on a strong foundation of values that include integrity, leadership, partnership, innovation and excellence. Then Jess and their incredible team are dedicated to helping you understand and implement your plan. To learn more, log on to www.semlosupport.com or call 46 13 64 13 and follow them on social media to stay updated with their great work. Semlo Support Services. Proudly local, community-based and community-focused because they believe in making our community a better place, one individual at a time. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. Hutchies is a local construction company building local jobs. We're proud to have built many of our local landmarks and award-winning projects in all sectors, such as Downlands College, Burnoff Centre, both Bunnings, Empire Theatre and Toowoomba Library. Together with our local trusted subcontractors and suppliers, we share a common loyalty and passion for delivering quality outcomes for our clients. Follow us on www.facebook.com slash Hutchies Toowoomba to see our current projects, employment opportunities and our community involvement. P&L McKellar Concreting, a proud locally owned family business with over 20 years experience. Residential or commercial work, no job too big or too small. For more info, phone Paul at P&L McKellar Concreting on 0498 693 656 and make sure you follow them on Facebook. P&L McKellar Concreting, proudly local, proudly supporting the Toowoomba community. You're listening to The Semi-Pros on Power FM. Thanks for joining us on The Semi-Pros. And now, with thanks to PNL McKellar Concreting, let's have a look at what is happening in sport this weekend. TCI fixtures, we are up to round number five. And the matches at hand, Souths taking on Wests, University taking on Northern Brothers Diggers, and Highfield Railways are up against Mets. 
in touch. We're up to the Elite Cash Comp round number five of uh, the competition takes place this weekend. So this has been a wonderful initiative, uh, certainly by the organisers here. So it's been very, very well uh, responded. It's been very, very well uh, fought out. There's been uh, a number of really good games. We've seen a number of great players that have taken part in this particular competition. And of course, you remember we had Troy Morgan on the show a few weeks ago telling us all about it. Jody May going back originally when they were considering the concept. And, uh, and certainly it has created plenty of attention. So games this weekend for uh, the 5th of November. So out there, of course, at the uh, the wonderful complex that we have out there for the Toowoomba Touch Association. So out there at Kearney Springs. So uh, in the Masters Mixed Competition, the Moringandan Pub Heat up against the Cobbers Motor in Bulls. And we see the Harvey Norman Warriors up against the GTH Accounting Celtics. So both of those games are uh, taking place there at uh, 2.30. And then in the elite competition, I said they've had a heap of interest, certainly in this, and a number of different players that have competed in it. Sinead Zolka, who we were speaking about uh, earlier, actually uh, played and is in one of the teams involved here as well. But in the elite mixed competition, the fixtures this weekend, the Springs Early Education Suns take on the Swiss Design and Construct Spurs. That one from 3.30 on the uh, Kearney Springs Sporting Complex Field 1. And across on Field 2, 3.30, we have the EPSS Earth Moving Mix up against the Southern Energy Rockets. And then the final match of the round is the FitLab Mavs up against KMP Interior Linings Hornets. So that one at 4.30. So plenty happening in touch. And of course, this is a pretty important round because it is the final round of fixtures. So the final round of fixtures and uh, some important games there. If we look after four rounds where the team sit, the, uh, the Knicks are on 10 points. The Suns are on 10 the FitLab Mavs are on nine, uh, Hornets are on eight, Spurs on six, and uh, the Rockets are on five. So top two teams advancing through to the grand final. So uh, some really interesting games this weekend to decide the fate there of those teams. Other things that are happening here in local sport this weekend, the Toowoomba Rangers, so a baseball team. So in the uh, GBL competition, they're taking on Karina. So they hit the road to play Karina this weekend. So for PNL McKellar Concreting, that's a bit of a look at what is happening in local sport. As always, get out and support your team, whether it's juniors or seniors. Grassroots sport needs your support. So get out and support your team. Thanks for joining us on the Semi Pros. We'll talk to you next week. That's my rock of the week. I think he's a dead set goes. That's his spraying beer probably over his ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't there a rule you can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about to do, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Let's go.